amazing to have a church that's so quiet. <laughs> I was sitting there and I was like, what's different? Oh, that's right, there's not 20 kids running around. <laughs> so I'm really enjoying that. You guys will be used to it, but we're not so used to it. <laughs> this is the first week we've had Ray and take all the kids out. Um, so it's lovely to see so many people here. Um, and I just love the way that it's just such an encouraging environment. And I, I'm really terrified of public speaking. But this is one of the only places that I can feel comfortable to get up and share. Because um, there's just such beautiful people here. Um, and uh, Jacob, that was so awesome. I really enjoyed that. I feel like I know you so much better. <laughs> <laughs> is this really loud? No, no, no. no good. Okay. It's just because you can hear it in there as well. So. Oh, right. Yeah. <clears throat> um, and I just loved how you were talking about... Um, that we can feel confident to walk into new seasons and new things in our lives with the Holy Spirit because he will um, always teach us something new and, and precious and even though it might be completely different one season to the next and that is really awesome. I enjoyed that. Um, so Ray actually asked me to share my... Oh, it's kind of coming and going. Um, yeah, okay. hold that. Yep. Okay. Ray actually, oh, that's really good. <laughs> <laughs> Is it just me? No, it's, you're fine, you're good, it's good, it's good, it's good. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Ray actually asked me to share my testimony, um, hi Michelle, <laughs> um, which is something I haven't done before. Um, so, um, you know, when I was younger, as a teenager, if someone had asked me to do that, I wouldn't have known what to say. Um, I was similar to Jacob, I grew up in a, a loving Christian family. Um, my parents were a real source of inspiration and um, uh, gave us a lot of freedom, I think, really. They didn't put a lot of pressure on us, um, you know, to kind of be good or... Um, I don't think they did, did they, Peter? <laughs> this is my brother over here. Um, yeah, and so um, I would have... I wouldn't have really known what to say. I would have been kind of like, oh, well, I'm quite a good person. I haven't really done anything drastic, um, nothing's really changed in my life, I haven't really got much to say. Um, but now I'm 39, 10.39 the other day, so I've got a few more things yeah. to say. <laughs> um, I don't know if I'll be able to follow these notes, but I'll give it a go. Um, um, I might have to catch my thoughts. It's all good. Yeah, so... It was a great, I think, I think the thing that really stands out to me as I look over my life is the way that the Holy Spirit's um, really kind of just been a faithful companion right through, you know, it wasn't my Christian upbringing that made a dent on me, it wasn't um, anything in particular, the thing that stands out to me was just that Holy Spirit's presence and the way that he's guided me and taught me so many things in my life. Um, so, you know, as a child we had... Um, it wasn't really easy. We had a lot of financial struggles. I know that mum and dad um, went through some ups and downs in business and, and moves um, and various things, but um, there was always a real sense of security and peace and love in our family. Um, and, um, and, you know, you go to church every Sunday, and I just remember the thing that really impacted me was the worship, you know, just um, letting that music kind of um, seep into you and and, um, and so yeah that just really stayed with me in a real sense of God's love you know his father heart it was um, a real beautiful thing I think I real feel, feel really privileged to have grown up with that um, because it really created a foundation of security um, and um, yeah um, when I was three I, I think I was about three I had really severe asthma um, 
I don't remember much about it, except I do remember going to the hospital. Um, I think it might have even been here in Cromwell. Um, rip and burn the old folks' home was a hospital back then. Um, yeah, and, uh, and yeah, I, I was I was really struggling for breath. I had quite a few severe asthma attacks, and they were worried about you know surviving. I remember them putting the gas mask on and um, thinking that it was going to kill me, you know. <laughs> and um, and but I also remember you know Dad was there, um, and then uh, after that event, my parents said to me one night, you know, if you can't breathe very well, come out and see me. And I came I came out to Mum and Dad. I remember being in my little nighty and. And they were, and Dad said, right, this is it. Or well, he tells me later, he said, he just had a, um, a, a, a feeling to, um, to pray maybe in a slightly different way. And he just, and he just prayed a more authoritative prayer and said, right, this asthma has to go. And, um, and the really cool thing was that after that, I, um, I never had any more asthma for the rest of my life. It just completely disappeared. It's so good. Um, and it's cool that I can remember that happening because, you know, getting told something, you don't necessarily know is that true or whatever, but I do, yeah, I do remember that happening. And I was um, pretty healthy, you know, my mum would take my brothers to the hospital, or not the hospital, sorry, the doctor, and I'd be, like, I'd be so jealous, I was like, I want to go to the doctor too, but <laughs> <laughs> I was just, um, yeah, I was really blessed with health after that, so that was a really cool thing to have happen. Um, and, oh, yeah, I just remember growing up and, you know, from about 10 onwards, I used to just love listening to adults talking. I just kind of soak up. Um, I'd just sit there and everyone would call me big ears and I just um, <laughs> just wanted to hear what, usually they'd be talking about Christian things, you know, and so I really enjoyed that as I was growing up. And I think, that, you know, um, just watching other people around me were a real impact on me. Um, uh, I'm right down here. <laughs> and, oh, it was a real special time. I mean, it's interesting growing up in a Christian family. You do feel a bit disconnected from society a wee bit. You know, you kind of like, oh, you know, it's not okay just to do all that other stuff that everyone's doing. Um, but I was really blessed because I had amazing brothers. You know, my older brother used to drive us up the ski field every weekend. Um, and, you know, we'd go snowboarding together. We'd go tramping together. We had some good Christian friends here in Cromwell. And that was really cool. Um... But I did, you know, through high school, I did feel a bit kind of disjointed. It's like, you know, I kind of saw a lot of people living quite a haphazard life, you know. It's like just letting life happen to them. And and I didn't really want, I didn't really want that for myself. And so I just remember the Holy Spirit kind of placing in my heart. Um, and it, was, it, it wasn't something that I, I wanted to do at all. But um, it was just this desire for, you know, I just had this prayer going over in my head for wisdom understanding and knowledge and, um, and I can just see how that really inspired me to kind of read the Bible, I read it kind of through and um, you know get an understanding of what the Bible's all about And but then also just you know going, living every day, I didn't want it just to be a haphazard kind of a thing, I wanted it to be meaningful, I wanted to be listening to God, I wanted to and so that really it wasn't me that was you know, had that on my heart. It was really God's Holy Spirit. And so I really appreciate that because I think it was what helped me get through teenage years without too many road bumps. Nothing too drastic happened. Um, and I say that was a blessing. Um, um, I can't say I'm why, but... <laughs> oh, you're on your But it's really, it is really cool how the Holy Spirit just, you know, gently... Um, you into, into new things. Um, I don't know, 
after school I didn't know what to do. I went to India for a year, which was really fun. Um, went kind of, I don't know why my parents let me just, here I am, 17. I'm like, why don't you just go to India? See you later. That was, that was overseas for nine months. <laughs> oh, they had no idea. It was pretty crazy. I went with a missionary group to start off with, and then, um, and so we travelled around South India, and that was good. And then um, the plan was to go to a, another family up in Delhi and stay with them, which I did, although, um, yeah, things kind of got a wee bit changed, and it was, yeah, it was a really interesting time. And I, I was kind of wondering, you know, does God want me to do missions? You know, you, you feel obliged to give it a go. <laughs> and, um, and I just didn't, when I was over there, I just didn't feel the, the call to be there, you know? Like, I really loved the people, actually. It was really amazing. But there's so many Indian people who just wanted to get out there and do amazing things for God. They just didn't have the money. And I'm like, you know, we just need to go back and make some money and get some money over. <laughs> but, you know, it was, it was something I tried. It was a really special time. But, um... So, you know, a, a, a good friend Susie got home and she was like, come, she was in Christchurch, she said, come to university, I need a flatmate. <laughs> 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 so, yeah, so, you know, I was like, yeah, okay, well, I'd like to do that. So I went to uni and I studied psychology, sociology, um, lots of different stuff, philosophy, sciences, I was there for about seven years in the end. And I really enjoyed it, it was interesting, you know. Um, society and um, I wasn't particularly impressed with psychology because it really didn't go very far to deal with, um, we didn't really understand human nature at all, <laughs> I felt, and didn't, um, didn't go far to deal with the core issues, you know, like the Christian faith that I've been brought up in um, and what the Bible presented had so many more answers than what was at university, but it was a really cool experience to have, um, to have learned a lot of really cool stuff. Um, no, you're good. It's good. <laughs> I finished university. Um, I, I got a bit wiped out. Really, I was really exhausted. I probably hadn't eaten very well. I'd, I'd gone through exams, which were pretty tiring. Um, and I was felt a bit kind of lost about what to do next. Um, and I remember this lovely Christian lady um, praying for me just before I left for a new job. And she said, really believe that you'll come to love Jesus um, in this next phase. And, um, and so I headed down to the Milford Track um, to work on the, as a lodging, which is where you just clean, they have a guided walk and they provide beds and showers and food. So I was cleaning <clears throat> and I was just so excited because I loved the bush um, and I had no idea how amazing it is down there. Like I thought the Milford Track would be flat and boring and rubbish all over it. Why did I think that? So I get down there and the first thing we do is we get in the helicopter and we get flown to our workplace. And it's just stunning, like, oh, I don't know, I think Fieldman's really gotten hold of me, but um, I was just blown away. You know, mountains are amazing, and it's just so beautiful. So it was a real special time living down there, because I was just so disconnected from, oh, I couldn't go to church, I didn't have Christian friends around me. I really had to kind of, I just kind of, it was a really nice time drawing into myself and just enjoying a bit of time out from normal um, life. Um, but it was also a wee bit challenging, because I, um, Ironically, I just fell in love with somebody else, and um, <laughs> it was it was a really emotional time for me because um, this person was um, yeah a wonderful guy, but I had a lot of brokenness as well, 
Um, and it was um, had a lot of addictions to drinking, drugs, women, and his own opinion of himself. And this is where it gets a wee bit difficult for me to talk about this, but I feel like it's kind of important for my story. Um, and so yeah, the next 18 months were quite challenging for me. Um, because it's a weird thing to kind of really care about somebody who is not really a good person at that time for you. You know, you kind of know that's not really where God wants you to go. Um, but it was kind of odd because I felt like God was showing me about his brokenness and about how much God really loved him. And I had such a heart for him, um, apart from being really attracted to him. So <laughs> it was hard to kind of separate those out and behave really well. <laughs> no, but, um, yeah, so it was just challenging. I had to really, um, I had to really figure out what was important to me. And, um, and despite the, the uh, um, overwhelming emotions that were going on, I just, it, was, it just got to the point where I was like, man, Holy Spirit, I just want you, you know. There, I just really realised there's no peace. I just wanted, I just, I couldn't live without him. Um, and so I just, I didn't know what else to do in the situation. I just kind of shut down a wee bit. I just kind of trusted that God would sort everything out. Um, and um, it didn't really work out that way. Um, you know, um, this lovely guy kind of flew off the handle and, and did a few things that kind of destroyed our relationship. And so, um, so the next couple of years were kind of another period of growth, you know, like I, I found it really hard to come back from that. Um, but it was also a real special time um, in a way of um, just realising that, um, that God's there for you in every situation. And, um, yeah, I just, I don't, I, I don't know if I really understand it or can really explain it, but it was just a time of um, every day that God would just pour into me. Like, he'd give me new um, perspectives on, on myself, on the situation, on life. Um, and he just, I just really felt like um, he was pouring his love into my life. And, um, and that was really special because it kind of, I got in that brokenness, everything that I trusted on in life had gone, you know, I didn't have anything, I, was, I felt like I was obliterated. And then, um, and then just like Jesus came in and created a new foundation. Um, and, and for me, that's, that's the foundation that I just, I feel like it's become a, a wellspring of life, like when you really, when you get touch with God's love for you, His personal love for you, then it's something that, um, you know, in every new situation, it, it brings forth new life, you know. It's new, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's quite different from a huge knowledge of God's love, yeah. So that was really special. I was really grateful for, for that. And, um, yeah, and then at some stage I, I felt I couldn't handle university. <laughs> it was a bit, I was and I needed to kind of recover. So I took a year off and um, just worked in outdoor retail and um, met my lovely husband. And, um, and he's been a real gift to me. Yeah, he's been real special. And, um, and yeah, I just I feel like God's really built me up. Um, but also, yeah, I think that was that's just all I was going to say. <laughs> Remember, I'm not
looked at people and um, really understand God's love for them. You know, like just completely changed the way I looked at life. Um, so and so in the end, I came to love Jesus. <laughs> the lady who prayed and it, and it came to pass. Um, you know, I also learned a valuable lesson of not being afraid to have your life fall apart, you know, not being afraid of um, crisis, not being afraid of your worst nightmare happening. <laughs> because even in that situation, um, God will um, pick you up and he'll provide you with treasure that you just didn't imagine was possible. Um, and so I really do look at life. I mean, I've been through quite a few hard times lately. Um, you know, my dad's been through some of the and it's been challenging, but um, just, yeah, um, I feel like I've got that confidence that no matter how bad things get, I know that God will see me through yeah, it and just right. sticking close to the Holy Spirit. Um, and, be, and having an open, honest communication with Him is so crucial. You know, like there's a lot of things that we might want to hide. Um, and until we can share those with the Lord honestly and with others, um, it, it makes it really hard. Um, for him to be able to get us through situations like that, being open and honest allows him to just do amazing things in our hearts and in our lives. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, it sounded all a bit grim and nice. Yeah. And um, there's a scripture. Um, I'm repeating myself. Is <laughs> that scripture? I've got it marked in the book. It's probably one that I really love. Um, you know, <coughs> understanding what the New Testament's all about. There's so much theology around Christianity, you know, there's so much head knowledge. And especially growing up a Christian, you just kind of get it's too much sometimes, but you just kind of get, get back to the basics. Um, in John 14, 15, if you love me, obey my commandments, and I'll ask the Father. So this is Jesus talking to the disciples just before he knew he was about to go through the crucifixion and everything else. And, and I'll ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate who will never leave you. He is the Holy Spirit who leads into all truth. The world cannot receive him because it isn't looking for him and doesn't recognize him. But you know him because he lives with you now and later will be in you. No, I will not abandon you as orphans. I will come to you. Soon the world will no longer see me, but you will see me. Since I live, you also will live. When I am raised to life again, you will know that I am in my Father, and you are in me, and I am in you. <coughs> Those who accept my commandments and obey them are the ones who love me. And because they love me, my Father will love them, and I will love them and reveal myself to each of them. So it's really showing how, you know, like the fulfillment of God's plan for every individual is to be um, connected to the Holy Spirit, yeah. functioning in the Holy Spirit. And when we are doing that, we are also connected to Jesus and God. You know, it's yeah. hard to understand how they all work together, but they are all one. Yeah. Um, and, um, yeah, and I think there's a plan for each one of us just to be able to hear God's voice, to be able to, um, to receive everything that he's giving us in every situation. Yeah. And then, of course, you know, we kind of think to ourselves, what is, what is, you know, Jesus said, if you, if you follow my commandments, and we're like, what are his commandments? It all sounds a bit serious, but um, on the next page, um, he lays it out as, this is my commandment, love each other in the same way I have loved you. And it kind of boils down to experiencing that love from, from 
from Jesus personally and then being able to function out out towards others in the same way. So, yeah, thanks for listening, everyone. Thanks so much. <laughs> thanks so much. Yeah.